0: Howdy there, people! Uh, we are back with another podcast. Uh, both of our, our Sweet 16 predictions kind of sucked last week, so if you didn't listen to that, probably shouldn't listen to it anymore because we do not know what we're talking about, apparently. Um, first things first, before we get into what we're doing, uh, happy birthday, Jacob. He Big boy is 21 now? Oh my goodness. This. Thanks, man. Thanks, oh, man. We're recording this not on his birthday because, you know, he's turning 21. He's going out to party.
1: <laughs> nah, man. So,
0: nah. uh, we're
1: keeping it subtle. we recording
0: this on Monday, so if anything happens tomorrow, Tuesday, won't be in here. Just letting you know. Um, But other than that, you have anything?
1: Nah. Uh, thanks for the birthday shout out. I'm not a big yeah. birthday person for myself. If it was your birthday, I'd get hyped, but... um. Yeah. Uh,
0: you got a big week coming up, man. Birthday, race, everything.
1: Yeah, I going to see you this week. We we might drop an in person pod. You never know. Um, but today, uh, we struggled with the Sweet 16. Now we're gonna talk Final Four. So uh, hopefully this goes a little better. Than, <laughs> we we have a better chance of this going better. <laughs> I, had, I had Nova and UNC right. Yeah. I have
0: Duke.
1: <laughs> I have Duke, yeah. I have
0: Duke. Okay, so
1: I'm I'm 50%.
0: <laughs> um or you didn't but, pick
1: Duke? I thought you picked Zaga. No, I did pick in
0: Zaga. You're over four. I was over. I,
1: I was really rough. Uh, but um <laughs> we're going to go into we're gonna talk about the matchups, schemes we like, players, storylines, and then give our predictions. So, um, what game you want to start with?
0: Uh, we'll start with the Nova uh, Kansas game.
1: So, you go. You, these this was Nova's your baby.
0: I know, but without Justin Moore though, oh, that was sad. Last like one of the last plays. That's. That's depressing. I feel like they'd be the favorite if he didn't get hurt. Um, just because of how they were playing, but at the same time, I think they could pull at least this one out and possibly the next one. Uh, I saw a thing earlier today that they played one game this season without more and they won by 12, I think to UConn and, uh, Archie Diakno off the bench had nine points in 27 minutes. So, uh, they do have the people that could do it. Someone's going to have to step up. You know that. It's a big stage. Maybe not. Ha- maybe won't happen. Uh, Kansas, I'd, I'm i not confident in Kansas, but at the same time, they're very off and on. We saw in the second half, they had their best half all year. Uh, they outscored uh, Miami 47-15, 47-14, something around there. Um, they were down at halftime and then I looked, (laughs) I wasn't really interested in that game. (laughs) So I was, (laughs) I looked at the score after that and, uh, it was like it, I was saw at halftime they were down and then I looked like 10 minutes later and they were up 20. So, um, went back and saw it very good half. Um, they got the, they got very good pieces. It's, they've been off and on though all year. That's, that's my only concern with them, but also I said that about, Arkansas um last weekend they uh <laughs> they, they proved me wrong I guess um but just that kind of overview of my thoughts of the game do you want me to go into you do you want to talk about schemes together or you want to go through your overview
1: um I'm going to talk about last week a little bit so last weekend Kansas did put together their best half of basketball I thought Miami was going to win that game at half I really did. Um, They had everything going for them. The guards were playing well. And then, like, that second half, Kansas just physically dominated. They were up in their grill defensively, forcing turnovers, and then they were aggressively attacking the rim. Everything's coming in the paint for Kansas. And I think that this Villanova team, their weakness will be if somebody could shoot the ball really well. So... I don't think Kansas is going to be able to do this against Nova. Like, Nova's, they show that they're tough. They're gritty. They, they lost another guy in the rotation, but they beat the number three defense in college basketball last week. They, like, they themselves are a really good defensive team. They're also incredibly um, disciplined offensively. Uh, the one thing with them that I think is kind of impressive with how they play is that they're like one of the um the least possession teams. So I think they're averaging around sixty to sixty-three possessions a game.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so I, they I saw at the end of that Houston game, they took everything down to the end of the shot clock.
1: That's what yeah. if they could own the tempo versus Kansas, who wants to run more and really get in the open floor? I think that. They can get that win. So,
0: even, even, uh, we were, I was watching it with our father, and, uh, he, and he said, he's like, oh, here it comes off another 30 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's picking up on it.
0: <laughs>
1: but you got anything else about that, though?
0: Um, not about, uh, I just, I feel like Nova's kind of pulled out, uh, games every type of way this year. Like, even if you just look at this run, they've grinded out games, they've blown a team out. Um, they've had a high scoring game. Uh, they're, they, they've won in very different ways. And I think just that last game kind of like just grinding that one out against a very good defensive team. Um, that's uh, like, it leaves a good taste in your mouth, I guess you could say, uh, going into this one. I know, uh, you said losing a guy in rotation is a very important guy, but um, uh, just their depth is, is the only scary thing now. Um, but yeah, that's For,
1: it. Another thing about Nova, too, I think that they have the best point guard left in the field. Oh, yeah. And like how I said last week, guard plays huge. And Kansas's guards came up big against Miami, and that's why they won that game, in my opinion. They were the head of the snake defensively, and they really pushed the temple offensively. So I think Colin Gillespie, if he owns the game, does his job at a high level uh, like he's done throughout his career. Um, I think that they could really get this win and give themselves a chance to win a chip. So
0: That's going to that's gonna be a very good uh, individual matchup, though, within the game. Uh, him and Remy Martin. Remy Martin's been playing phenomenal basketball in this tournament.
1: I am a big believer in Colin winning that matchup.
0: Oh, yeah yeah i'm not saying but that's gonna be i feel like just that yeah. match is going to be very good just because of how remy martin's been playing and colin gillespie's been one of the best point cards in all of college basketball over the past two three years
1: for sure but so we both got nova yes so nova we both are saying gonna make it to the the big dance now we got uh the story-esque oh disney disney story i don't know how else to word this coach k in his final matchup now versus UNC in the final four. Um, first time these programs are meeting. Historic rivalry. This is going to be a historic matchup. You got probably the hottest team versus the most talented team left in the field. Um, Duke coming in with Paolo Boncaro, A.J. Griffin, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, Mark Williams is playing f- fantastic basketball in, on the inside.
0: Paulo's probably been the best looking player in this entire tournament, though, too.
1: Yeah. And then um you go to Carolina's side. You got your guards of Love and Davis really playing at a high level. Love went off in Philadelphia to give themselves a chance for the final four. And then you have you got Baycott playing at a high level. Leaky Black guarding his butt off, rebounding, doing his job. Um, uh, Manic is shooting the ball at a high clip. Uh They're just rolling on all cylinders right now. So it's a matchup of probably like true Titans going into this final four matchup in New Orleans. So it'll be a big time game. Uh, I'm excited just for the story to see Coach K versus UNC one more time to write what happened in Cameron to give himself a chance to redeem as a team. And I'm taking Duke just more so on the story rather than basketball. I want to see Coach K get a natty. I really do. I want him to end on top. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, I'll talk more about that later, but from a basketball perspective, I think Paolo, as you said, he's probably looked like the best player in the tournament, and I agree with that. Um, I don't know exactly what numbers he's averaging in the tournament.
0: I think he's shooting Forty or fifty percent from three. He shoot fifty five percent from the field. He's playing so smart. That's the thing. That's like what. Not... That's what I
1: was gonna say. His playmaking is better now than it's been all year.
0: When he's t- when he touches the ball, it's like you're, it feels like Chris Paul has the ball. Or something. Like it feels like he's like calm. He's not forcing anything. If he doesn't have anything, he's gonna move it and he's gonna get someone else open. Um, he's just been. He's he's been a very calm presence on this Duke team.
1: That's what during the year he was like regular season for him. He was a lot like an ISO threat. I need to get a bucket. I'm gonna jab you four times. Try to get a, get you off the bounce. Post you a post fade. I'm gonna settle, but it's my shot. Now it's like I'm calm. I get the ball. I see what's happening. I'm scanning the floor. I'm gonna get downhill. Oh, you help. I'm gonna dish it off to my big guy. Oh, you're helping from the outside. I'm gonna kick it to AJ. So it's like. He's playing the game at a simple level and he's not doing anything too much. Um he's really solidifying solidifying himself as probably a top 2 pick. I think it's between him and Chet in my opinion, like whatever you think is your better option, you're going to take it one and he's really doing an awesome job at showing that he's going to be a great player at the next level. So on top of that, AJ Griffin shooting the piss out of the ball you got mark williams doing everything on the inside you can ask him to do um everyone else is playing really quality ball like for across the board for them nobody's playing a little off nobody's getting pushed out of the rotation they're they're on all cylinders also in my opinion so um it's i got duke but carolina's rolling too so
0: yeah um I love this Carolina team. Can we just like what the, what they did versus? Um, uh, shout out to uh, even though they beat my guys. Um.
1: Could could we genuinely give the Peacocks a shout out? Saint, yeah, Saint, shout out to Saint. That's what what they did was special. I think everyone needs to like what Shaheen always said, like that in press conference. He's like, it's a group of guys that cared about each other. They went out and competed and they did something special and now it's something for you guys to write a lot about. Like these guys, they put it all out there every night, even down 30, they were hustling. They were up in everybody's grill. Um, I wish that that was more of a game, but yeah, man. But, you,
0: what, but what I was going to say is what UNC did versus them, they kind of just, they attacked them downhill. They got into the paint and then they looked for their shooters. I mean, Manic shot very well in that game. Um I feel like if Manic could have that type of a game and then either Love or uh, uh, Davis has one of the games that they've had to get them here. Uh, I mean, the first week was uh, was Davis, second week's uh, Caleb Love that's taken over the team. Um, you know, Baycott's going to do what Baycott does. Uh, that's going to be this, this game, that's going to be a very good matchup. Him and Mark Williams going at each other. Um, two very good centers. And then... Uh, it's just, it's going to be a very fun game, very fun uh, storyline, like you said. Uh, to go in a little bit more, we, we both kind of talked about what Paulo is doing, but I want to just say about uh, their switch uh, in the year to put Jeremy Roach in the starting lineup. I feel like that kind of has a certain, th- like a certain, um, it has something to do with Paulo being playing like he is right now, that calm effect. Uh, he's been, Playing very good at that point guard within in that point guard role. I feel like he's definitely more of a better fit in that type of a role than uh, Keels was. Uh, Keels is that spark plug off the bench now. I just feel like this rotation fits a lot better with this Duke team. Um, but <laughs> I'm not here for stories. We're going UNC. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're thinking, they've been I've gone against hot teams before like Auburn a few years ago that's the main one that comes to mind when I think about and uh Purdue that same year um but I'm <laughs> I'm not doing that again I'm going UNC
1: another thing though like I know UNC's hot but Duke had to win that same amount of games too you know what do you mean like, they both went in – they didn't win the ACC, neither of them. They yeah. both are on four-game win streaks. You know, yeah. like, I know Carolina played really good to end the regular season, but I think
0: – Eye test-wise, that's what I'm saying.
1: Duke's playing some of their best ball right now. They had to beat – they had to beat a Texas Tech team. They had to beat oh,
0: – yes, that was tough, yeah. but Arkansas is another... a gritty
1: defense, too. Like, but I
0: feel like I feel like Texas Tech was a team that attacked their weaknesses very well. Yeah, they just couldn't get it done. You know, some more favorable calls towards Duke. Maybe I'm um, oh, not going to blame the refs on here, though. Uh, that was
1: you've done it before
0: last weekend. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that was one of the better games last week. Uh, but I feel like UNC just. I don't know if they figured something out. I don't know if Duke just played bad in that last game in Cameron. Um, but I don't know.
1: I also really like the play of Wendell more, just another other. Little... Yeah,
0: he's yeah. They're but at the same time, you and like what Duke struggles with is taking it downhill, kicking out the shooters, kind of thing, being uh, aggressive with you, uh, being physical with you, um, and. That's what UNC is going to do to them. So I just feel like.
1: But Duke's going to be physical. So it's like whose fouls going to come out? That's
0: kind of what they struggle with. Hmm. That's that's what they struggle. That's what they've struggled with. That's what they struggle with against Texas Tech. That's being aggressive defensively and being physical on the offense end.
1: But like they didn't struggle.
0: Against Texas Tech, they did.
1: They won by. They won by it, didn't they? Win
0: by a good amount. Oops. Or
1: am I tripping?
0: Were, it was like a two-point game with a minute left. Texas Tech had the ball, down one or down two. Oh no,
1: it was close. I'm tripping it. They they comfortably beat Arkansas. Yeah, but Arkansas,
0: like Arkansas struggled that game.
1: Didn't Duke own most of the game, or am I like completely like it
0: was back and forth? I don't
1: know. But um, I'm taking Duke. I I I know that the story's a lot and why I'm taking them, but like,
0: why not? You know, Again, how does that, but how does the pressure handle these kids?
1: I think Coach K is going to be calming. This is the most fun I think Coach K has had in a tournament run. We'll see. He's letting them play. It's very free. I know Carolina is just as free, to be honest. Um, and I think I trust Duke's defense more.
0: There's also a story, though, for UNC a first year coach getting to the Final Four, getting to a championship. But Coach K is. Last year. It, there's two completely different stories. I know that.
1: Okay, but who's your national champion? Nova UNC.
0: <laughs> These are my two favorite teams right now. <laughs> um, I know you're gonna pay Duke, so you could just go first while I think about this for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm going Duke. Um. The great Coach K going out on top. Um, you can't write a better story. They had trials and tribulations throughout the year. They start off the year hot, beating Gonzaga to start, and then they kind of roll. Then they end up with six losses by the end of the ACC tournament. Um,
0: you're going to say that they started off hot beating Gonzaga, but you're not going to say they beat Kentucky? No. I'm just
1: like giving the first win, um, but they uh, they have talent. They have NBA talent, like genuinely between Paolo uh, Griffin, uh, more uh Williams. They got guys that are going to play, be playing at the next level after the draft in July. Uh, they the style of play is very free. They I think that they play better defense than advertised. Um, offensively, they got guys across the board that can make plays for themselves or others, and they're also deeper than Nova, so I think that Nova might be gassed by then, and it'll be really, I, I got Nova versus Kansas, um, But that game could be just as much of a toss-up just because of that not having that depth. But I do trust that Nova's discipline is going to get them to the natty. And then I think if Duke beats Carolina, it's going to be just like, we're going to dominate. Like, this is it. Like, let's get this for coach. So I think it's more of the mentality. Huh? There's
0: two sides of that, though, because if you come off that high of a win, how do you respond?
1: In this setting, you can't like you can't have that like a regular season. Yeah, you invited. can't
0: have that, but like that's all. Oh, they're they're a very young team, so you you just don't know how they respond. That's like.
1: But even if they're playing anyone else, you win a Final Four game. That's a big win.
0: Yeah, I
1: know this is bigger. Bigger, but, like,
0: yeah. It's the first time they've ever met in the March Madness. <laughs> it's uh,
1: it's gonna be an incredible game in the Final Four, but I got Duke winning it all. That's.
0: Going back though for a second, you know how like gritty this game's going to be, <laughs> just because of how much uh, UNC talked after they beat them in Cameron. <laughs> oh,
1: dude, it's going to be a dogfight. Like, I think it's honestly, I don't think it's going to break sixty-five. I would take but the if, under.
0: If it's that low, if it's that low scoring, Duke wins.
1: That's what I think. I think it's going to be high, Duke's if tempo like
0: mid seventies, low eighties. UNC wins.
1: I I think Duke's gonna kind of so can solid-
0: grind it out more. Yes. They will win if it's a grind out game. That's what
1: I think also that's a championship thing. If you can grind out wins, I don't think Carolina could. They're too finesse, too quick like the how they play is not a you don't see that win often in college basketball.
0: That's why the they if it's high, higher scoring.
1: I know, I know. But my fine, my champion is Duke. There we go.
0: Okay. Uh I'm going to go to Nova. Uh, If they play Duke, if they play UNC, I got no winning no matter what. I just feel like the guard play is that. That's another story. There's a lot of storylines that are possible in this. (laughs)
1: I think it's funny that I think the national consensus is that like nobody wants Kansas to win.
0: Yeah, no. No, No, I I didn't like Kansas all year.
1: Same, I
0: didn't. I didn't, I I couldn't. I don't feel like it's a Kansas team. Nah. I feel like it's just it's weird, but um, but to to talk about Kansas a little bit, OJ Obaji is very good, but um, no Nova, like like you said, grind out games. I feel like they could definitely do that against either UNC, Duke, can uh, like any other team in this entire Final Four. Um, I do like again. We have to see how they play without uh without more, but it's gonna be. I got Nova just because guard play grind out games they're gonna take take the wind out of team sales, um slowing the game down they could also play fast like they are the most complete team they are the most um uh, what's a like battle battle test team that's that's the same um I just I said this in the beginning i'm gonna say it again I got nova
1: that I I could respect that I I thought you were gonna take UNC to be honest just because of how I hot love they UNC are.
0: <laughs> I love how they're playing right now.
1: <laughs> but
0: um, so your
1: natty player. your national champion is Villanova. Yes. yes. So now that we squared away our final four, let's recap the college basketball season a little bit. Give our favorite moments, some favorite teams, what we're <laughs> gonna look forward to next season. So, Josh, what was your favorite moment of the 2021-2022 college basketball season?
0: Okay, you're opening up a rant right now. I'm not going to do it, but can we just say that Kentucky blew out two of these final four teams and almost beat a third? Is that your favorite moment? Is that your favorite moment? I'm sorry, you just opened up the past. I said favorite moment. Oh, Okay, favorite moment. Um, I don't know.
1: That's a I, can, question. I can give you mine.
0: Give me yours.
1: So there's this team in Boston that won a couple games in a row in the ACC tournament. And the BC Eagles are building something special. And I'm a little biased with working for Coach Grant for two years and knowing a good bit of the staff and Talking to them pretty consistently, they're building something special. They uh, they showed their grittiness, their toughness. They have a foundation set for the future. And my favorite moment was tuning into that ACC tournament, watching them win those games. Man, they beat like I know that they almost they almost beat Miami. If they beat Miami, that could really solidify themselves into. Really making noise. Miami wouldn't have been in that position if they didn't win that game. I know that this is a little far-fetched as a favorite moment. Like, I was in the gym when Indiana beat Purdue, so, like, that should be my favorite moment. But I was I was more locked in and more, I guess, emotionally invested when BC went on that run, and it was fun for me to watch. They, they really, like, I know offense and it wasn't really the best part of what BC does, but defensively, just the grittiness, the toughness, the, I'm going to get up in the ball. I'm going to be loaded in the gap. They did a great job in help side activity, being loaded early, a lot of like NBA style defensively things along with just being physical and trying to dominate the other team and really create stagnation. So that's what, that has to be my favorite moment. And that also relates to what I'm looking forward to because I will this isn't going to be my answer for that, but in the future, I think you really need to keep an eye on what Coach Grant does there and how they progress as a team, and see what happens. So, what was your favorite moment?
0: Dang, there's a lot. I would uh, some honorable mentions. Um, my ex- personal experience at the SEC tournament uh, in the semifinal games—that was definitely the best environment that I've ever been in um basketball like in a basketball game uh just everybody like uh Kentucky came back a little bit at the end and it was a two-point three-point game With they had the ball everybody's standing in the gym it's like they got an open three everyone's like takes that little breath it was it, that, that was just a very fun environment to be in um watching that last Duke UNC game that was just the energy of that game was insane uh UNC like just punching them in the face. It was like I I had fun watching it. I know a lot of people wanted to, uh, like not not like I don't didn't want Duke to win. It was just like I f- I found it a little bit like UNC is like I see UNC as a little brother in that thing, personally right now, um, and just like little brother kind of punching big brother in the face in Cameron. I just found like everyone was expecting Duke to win. You, you know where I'm going with this here. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I would say uh, my favorite moment was opening night. Um, watching uh, the Champions Classic. Um, first game was a little shaky, but Duke, Kentucky, very fun game. That was probably my the one of the most interesting games, I feel like all year. Um just being a Kentucky fan, listening to Oscar Shibway in interviews early in the year saying he's going to average 20 rebounds a game and going out first game, getting 20 rebounds. Um, I was like, oh, this dude's legit, especially against the Duke team. Um, but then just uh, I, I uh, really liked watching uh, Keels in that first game. And then I started following that team and that progression a little bit more, too. So just that that opening night kind of opened up everything. Uh also first college game back I think with fans in the in attendance. So uh, yeah. Energy was high. Fun games to watch.
1: Yeah, that's college basketball always offers special environments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But um What about your favorite player? I know you said in your little Kentucky, right, that uh, Oscar Shibuy was, are you going to roll with that?
0: Uh, no, I'm going to go away from Kentucky for a little bit here. Uh, you know, we're not just going to stay with that. But um, there's a lot of good players. I kind of gravitate towards guards a little bit, and I'm going to go stay in the SEC at least. I'm going to be a little bit biased. But um, I'm going to say Scotty Pippen Jr. Uh, I talked about him in a little bit in a previous podcast. I think it was our draft podcast, just elite three level score knows how to get foul calls. Uh, I like that little, like, uh, kind of grittiness swagger type thing, uh, to get those foul calls. I'm a small guard. Um, he's a small guard. He knows how to get in the way of bigger players, use their, uh, athleticism and bodies as a disadvantage to them and an advantage to him. Uh, I know he said in the SEC tournament uh, interviews, he said, uh, I've always had to, uh, something like, it's not a direct quote, but uh, I've always had to figure out different ways to use my body as an advantage. And I've always been told that my whole time playing basketball, to use your size as an advantage, even though you see it as a disadvantage. Um, So just to see someone being able to do that, uh, I like what I saw.
1: I like that pick. That's that's very. I like that. That's wholesome, wholesome TV content right there. Yeah, or podcast I'm content.
0: Always, I'm always good for that, aren't I?
1: <laughs> for me, I'm gonna give first an honorable shout out to Zach Eadie. I genuinely, besides knowing the guy, I genuinely enjoyed watching him all year. Um, he is a spectacular and unique talent, along with being a great guy. Uh, he you can't like he's seven four. 295 300 pounds like incredible size and he has touch around the rim he moves pretty well for size i could talk all day about him but my favorite player to watch this year was chet Holmgren. um i was very high on him coming in uh i watched him in the u19s i made there. check out the youtube for a video about him from the u19s there's probably some draft content coming about him i love this guy's game um, he's so unique he's special seven foot basically a guard with a skill set he could shoot it from the outside he can handle he could attack the rim he can play make a little bit he can work on that but averaging 14 and 10 basically and two assists like as a freshman with his skill set and he's so unique he's he's literally a unicorn and I enjoyed watching his game for like future per- perspective to see like oh man this guy's gonna be the next like First overall pick, see he can be a franchise guy, so that's a big reason why I enjoyed watching him. But along with that, just seeing a guy like this so unique in college basketball, it's just marvelous to watch and enjoy. So, No comments? I
0: like that. Cool.
1: Okay. Now, what are you looking forward to next season?
0: Um... Kind of more off season wise, I love. I've been looking every day at the transfer portal. Just second year of it being this crazy. Uh, that's I've, I find that, and I, I like the off season kind of just as much as the season. Even NBA, all the, like just all the turnaround and everything, uh, just to see that kind of play out. I find that really interesting. I've been looking every day, uh, like I said, um, to see who's been joining, who, where people are like projected to go uh people who put their name in the draft but also have the chance to jump back and are willing to be in the portal um I just find that kind of I find that interesting personally uh it's kind of like free agency so uh yeah just to see that kind of play out
1: for me I'm looking forward to Kansas State okay so Kansas State hired this guy Jerome Tang from Baylor um I've been, like, it came up on my Twitter, I think, and he had a video that it was it was his, like, opening press conference, I guess. And he was like, it's a great day to be a Wildcat. He walked up, and then he's like, wait, 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 let me do that again. He unbuttoned, he walked to the side of the podium and screamed, it's a great day to be a Wildcat. And, like, just the energy, He's, I'm watching a lot of his stuff, and, like, He's basically like hey if you're not a winner in everything you're not going to be a winner on the floor coming in being being in the gym extra being in the training room getting your body ready recovering along with athletic stuff he's like hey you gotta sit first row in your classes be a winner in the classroom sit first row ask questions be engaged walk up to your teachers after class shake their hand thank them for the work that they're doing they have to put in as much prep as we are for a game plan for their class and their stuff like He's basically teaching these kids from the jump what it means to be a high-level individual. Um, he's bringing great energy to that program. Like, I never was invested in Kansas State basketball at all. Like, maybe I'd be cheering for them to beat a Baylor, beat a, a Kansas in an upset. Like, but, um, this, like, he he was considered one of the best, best assistant coach, coaches in the country. I can't talk, but, um... He's showing that he's going to be, I think, as just a program setter, a culture setter, somebody to really create a good foundation, like I was talking about with Coach Grant, um, just to create a good program that could last long-term and just build good men out of it beyond basketball. So I'm actually really looking forward to see what Kansas State does. Um, yeah.
0: seen so, a lot of, a lot of uh, interesting coaches, coaching hires. Yeah, the carousel is going to be interesting. That's yeah. talking That's, about turnover. Always this. Um,
1: <laughs> but you got anything else?
0: No, it's going to be a fun weekend. Fun weekend of basketball. A lot of storylines, like we said. Um, whoever wins, congratulations! I will probably say something next. Yeah, week. we'll
1: we'll talk about it next week, but it'll be fun in New Orleans for everyone. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, some of you guys that are listening are down there. I know a couple people in the Just Hoops fam will be down there in in the flesh. So hopefully, it's a great environment, great weekend. Uh, it's the pinnacle of college hoops. Everybody goes, everybody enjoys it. So I'm just hoping for some good games. So thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for maybe a live podcast dropping this week. Maybe we'll see. We also got a video coming at the end of the week featuring the Minnesota Timberwolves. A little sneak peek. But um, hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the final four. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.